This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Working our way through the Tuesday edition of Kelly and Company. Thanks for being with us. You know, if by chance you can't listen in live to the show, you can follow one of the repeats, 10 p.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. in the morning, Eastern time. Or you can simply subscribe to the Kelly and Company podcast. Great way to take the show in at your own leisure. You can listen to the show in segment form. Maybe you tuned in and there was a segment going on, a conversation that you just, oh, I'd like to hear that again, or I'd like to go back over that or hear it in its entirety. Check it out through the Kelly and Company podcast feed because you can listen to the show in segment form. You've got that favorite contributor, and maybe that's all you want to listen to. Well, go find them. Or you can also listen to the show in its complete form. We toss on an audio vanity card on the end of it, and away you go. You can listen to the show whenever, over the weekends. You can listen to as much as uh, the program as you want or as little as. No matter what you do, folks, we appreciate it. So simply subscribe to the Kelly and Company podcast from your favorite podcatcher. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, while you're in there, maybe give us a rating and review. Kelly McDonald with Danielle McLaughlin filling in for Ramya Muthan today on the program. And we welcome you wherever you're listening in. Kelly, in honor of Disability Employment Awareness Month, we're learning about an exciting research project happening in BC. The new Inclusive Economy Research Project aims to help employers and entrepreneurs make the changes necessary to be more inclusive and equitable. Through an engaging and accessible process, the new Inclusive Economy Research aims to benefit people with disabilities who need and deserve to be recognized as having a place in the economy. Today, we're going to chat with the project manager, Lenny Goggins, to learn about how they plan on doing just that. Hello, Lenny. Hi, how are you, Kelly? Well, uh, I'm Danielle. Kelly's good, but I'm going to speak for him. Kelly's great, too. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not too bad. (laughs) He's always great. (laughs) Uh, But uh, we're really interested to hear about your research project. Can, Can you give us some background on you yourself and why you got into this sort of work? I can, yeah. So Inclusion Tall River Society has been serving the community of Tall River Cossett for almost 70 years. And so we're a community living based organization. And for the last 20 years, we've been creating inclusive employment um, programs that have really focused on uh, getting people with disabilities employment. And over the last five years, we've we've realized that despite all of our best efforts, that if employers themselves are not able to step up and become inclusive employers, then we won't get to where we need to go. And the numbers certainly speak to that, that people with disabilities are less represented in the labor market than people without disabilities. And so that's where this project's coming from. It's the need to to look at the employment landscape from the perspective of the employer to create more inclusive jobs. So tell us a little bit about um, when the, the impetus of, of the program, the idea, who, who stepped forward? Was it, was it people saying, look, I'm looking for work, I've got a disability? Or uh, have employers said, listen, I, I really don't know what to ask, what to do. I don't want to be offensive, but I, my, my lack of knowledge, and I can't possibly know everything about every disability, what do I do? Um, what, what was the impetus of starting something like this and getting those conversations in? Yeah, so both. Uh, right now, we are 
facing major labor shortages across Canada, but in BC as well. And so certainly employers come to us to say, you know, we want to tap into a labor market that we we haven't before, and that's people with disabilities. And of course, employees are also saying uh, that work hasn't suited their need. And so we started creating our own inclusive employment settings through social enterprises. And those social enterprises were set up with models that we knew would work for people with disabilities. And we tested them uh, with the input from people with disabilities along the way to see what is what exactly is an inclusive culture and an inclusive workplace. And so we, we determined sort of a few points that we know will make it a, a workplace more inclusive. And okay. so that might include something like flexibility, a culture of acceptance, focusing on uh, people's strengths in their roles and their jobs, and among uh, several other other points that we, we researched and, and have published. Sound important to me. Those sound like the things you want to know when trying to figure out work and suitable placing for people to be at. So what about your role? Tell us a little bit about um, what you execute day by day. Yeah, so my title is the Director of Social Economy and Other Cool Stuff. And so <laughs> I run our which is I love my job title. I was just going to say, I like it too, because it's like, hey, hey, you got this to do. Uh, Hey, could you also do this while you're out there? Would you grab? It's that kind of role. It's wonderful. Exactly. Yeah, it's a whole lot of different things. So I run our social enterprises that have equitable, inclusive employment baked in uh, at an organizational level. And then I run our research. And so the New Inclusive Economy is a province-wide research project. We're partnered with UBC's Institute for Inclusion and Citizenship, as well as Social Research Demonstration Corporation. And we're funded, this particular project, the New Inclusive Economy, is funded by the Ministry of Advanced Education and Skills Training. Because the government is interested in knowing what does an inclusive economy look like, we often throw this term around, an inclusive economy, but what is an actual inclusive economy? And we want to be part of determining and defining what that is. Uh, with the voices of people with disabilities as well as employers um, included. Well, how is it that you go about teaching employers how to be more inclusive? I mean, I, I would imagine you get a certain degree of pushback. Yeah, so in every community, uh, major community in BC anyways, there are community living organizations who have programs that are set up specifically to help educate employers and to place people with disabilities in, in work. Um, so there's that, and that work is ongoing, and that's been happening for, for many decades. Uh, when it comes to this project in particular, what you know, right now we have an employer survey on newinclusiveeconomy.ca, and that survey is hoping to gather some basic information about employers who are already considering themselves inclusive right now in BC. And then the hope is that we can determine some promising practices as well as identifying some structural conditions for inclusive employment, and then we can share that out with employers. Um, We're just at the information gathering stage of this research project, so right now we're sort of asking a lot of employers. We're asking them to share with us their story, but the hope is to share back that knowledge with any employer who is considering being an inclusive employer. Mm -hmm. Is is it too soon to ask you, of the employers interested, um, and even amongst the disabled clients, the potential uh, workforce, where you feel, what field 
are are is most interested or believes they're most any interesting tidbits i know you guys haven't even really got through survey stuff any in, interesting things yeah. that you've hey gee it seems to be in this field that they're most interested in in um hiring or or getting people involved anything like that that you guys have gleaned that may have surprised you yeah, well, right now I, I can't say from the survey because it, it's not uh, closed yet. So that's yeah. October 31st. Too early for that. But I can say that part of this project, we had determined that we wanted to include alternative economic approaches. And the reason for that is that we see that uh, cooperatives, social enterprises, nonprofits, that they have um, particular structural conditions that lend itself to more inclusive cultures. So we're, we're asking um, any employer, but we are also going to highlight that, that some structural conditions, such as that how employers relate to profitability, may be part of this picture of an inclusive economy. We're also asking entrepreneurs with disabilities to come forward because while they may not employ others, they employ themselves, and they've created right. the conditions that work for them. And so that's a really strong voice that we want to emphasize is that there are there's a, a lot of self-employed people with disabilities who are creating the the work environment that they need to to succeed. So people with disabilities are involved in the project in, in that way. How can people get involved in other ways? What can they do? Yeah, so it's you know getting any employer uh, to to complete that survey. That's the first step. Um, once the survey is complete, we'll be conducting interviews and focus groups. On our website, we have a link to a newsletter if anyone wants to just follow us along as we learn. And then at the end of the project next summer, we're planning to visit uh, BC's eight economic regions on a roadshow where we'll be involving businesses in sharing the practices and conditions with other businesses. So that's all forthcoming next summer. And so just Staying tuned in to what we're up to because a lot, a lot is going to unfold over the next year. Okay. Well, some would argue that uh, there's a lot of employers can do a lot they can do, but a lot aren't necessarily interested. How would we tackle that? And do you think overall, uh, BC and Canada are trending in the right direction? Yeah. So I, you know, we just came out with the the I say we the, the Canadian government. <laughs> That's not me, but. Um, you know, a, a disability action plan and uh, employment is, is up there. It is, it is one of the crucial pieces of an inclusive economy because we all, we all want access to work. We believe work is a right, uh, a human right that everyone deserves to work. And that uh, will, um, yeah, ultimately help shape an inclusive economy that if we all have equitable access to work. And, you know, I think there's, uh, there's still a lot of work ahead of us. And I think getting employers to the table is, is absolutely critical to that because employers ultimately have the power in hiring. Uh, and so that's, yeah, that's where we're headed. Well, where can we learn more about this? Yeah, so newinclusiveeconomy.ca would be the, the place to go where we'll be publishing any of our findings, uh, reports, and uh, linking to the survey all of that and inclusion pillow versus society we have our own uh, programs that are very much local so that would be the place is new inclusive thank economy you. thank you so much that was extremely interesting um we were joined today by lenny goggins from the inclusive economy project to learn how they're researching 
how to make our workplaces more inclusive. And we love any conversations like this and have them on Kelly and Company. So uh, really wonderful. Coming up in the next hour of the program, this time of year, students with disabilities uh, of all ages are completing their independent uh, education plans. We'll learn more with Lucia Belafonte when she joins us. And on our book club, we review After Steve, how Apple became a trillion-dollar company and lost its soul by uh, Trip Nickel. We'll have the uh, recommender of the book, Stephen Scott. Up next, though, the Working Group for Accessibility and Inclusion is now taking applications from citizens of Medicine Hat, Alberta. Community reporter Tony Frymark fills us in because she's got more for us. That'll begin Hour 2 of Kelly and Company next. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.